Hey everyone, this is Fabrice. Welcome back to Blind Sanity. Episode 2 of our second season. We're going to do the same thing as last time. Uh, we're going to start with uh, a few news on our first section. Uh, then we'll move to our uh, second part of our uh, months-long series about voice-assistive technology. And we'll finish with the mail and a few comments from you guys uh, on our new website and on Twitter. So let's get going. News. We have two pieces of news. The first one here is going to be interesting, and you probably read about this this week, um, but it was about coffee and the effect of coffee on your eyesight. Apparently, a latest uh, medical research paper was published, and uh, is basically telling us that overconsumption of coffee, uh, which is uh, considered to be three or more cups of coffee per day, might actually have a negative effect on your eyes by uh, increasing your chance of glaucoma. Um, the results are preliminary, but uh, again, the preliminary results are uh, published and they tend to say that if you are over-consuming coffee, it might actually be bad for your eyesight. On the opposite um, uh, side of the spectrum, uh, drinking coffee, uh, I would say sensitively, meaning uh, one cup once in a while, might actually be very good for the health or the general health of your retina by increasing the, the blood circulation uh, um, in the back of your eyes. Um, Again, all those uh, results uh, are preliminary, but it does look like that coffee and particularly some kind of chemical that you can find only in coffee might actually be helpful for your eyes uh, as long as you drink coffee uh, in small quantity and you don't overdo it. Um, for those who don't drink coffee and prefer tea, it does appear that it's only specific to coffee. The chemical is not um, found in any other drinks such as tea or caffeinated drinks like Diet Coke or things like that. Uh, as always, it's a medical research paper that uh, just came out. I'm fairly sure that in a week from now we'll find something else that's going to say the complete opposite. But... Um, Something to keep in mind, uh, I'll um, keep looking at uh, development in that um, uh, field and we'll talk about that if there are more paper that actually confirm uh, these preliminary findings. That's it for our first news. Let's take a quick break and we're going to move to a quick braille lesson using TikTok. All right, the second piece of news now, and that's a very exciting one. It is about our uh, website, blindsanity.com, and a new experiment that we have started two days ago on TikTok. We are now on TikTok, so uh, you can find us at blindsanity.com. It is uh, basically the uh, user uh, name at blindsanity.com. Uh, there is 12 videos that we uploaded uh, over the past two days, and the goal here is to teach everyone as uh, much as possible um, uh, of basic braille as we can uh, using a video. Uh, for those that followed us on uh, our podcast uh, a few months ago, probably six or seven months ago, you probably know that we tried the same um, thing, the same experiment to teach basic braille uh, through a series of podcasts. We went through um, what is braille, how it is used, what it is, um, and we went through all the letters of the alphabet, 
We learned to write a few words. We went through numbers and punctuation sign. Uh, but everything was only audio-based since it was a podcast. This time around, we're trying to mix things up by trying a series of one-minute uh, long video on TikTok. Each video will be extremely descriptive, which means that if you have a very low eyesight or if you're completely blind, you'll be able to follow in any case uh, what happened on the screen. And everything that we're going to use on those videos will have a very high contrast, very high background contrast, so that people with a remaining eyesight might be able to see something if um, you look at the screen uh, during the video. Uh, hopefully that will help you guys to um, learn about Braille and maybe encourage you to uh, start learning. We're doing the best we can. Remember, there's only 6% of us in the US that know how to use Braille. Uh, it is not great and we need to improve that. Um, so what we've done so far is two days ago, we published five uh short videos explaining the instrument that you need. Uh, we are going to use a portable braille slate, which is a very particular uh, instrument that you can put in your back pocket and um, that is very useful to, uh, um, to carry around in case you want to write some notes or if you want to make a calendar or if you want to do, uh, uh, you want to write recipes or things like that. We also describe a few instruments that come along with it. Yesterday, we published six additional videos related to the paper, the kind of paper uh, that you need. You need a special, particular kind of paper uh, for um, good uh, braille practice. Uh, we also talked about how to install the paper and how to um, be sure that everything line up um, if um, you want to add um, lines to a, an existing document. Everything can be, find, uh, can be found right now on TikTok. Again, the account is at blindsanity.com. You can also go on Twitter at blindsanitypod and scroll a little bit through our tweet. You will find a couple of tweets uh, related to my TikTok account. And if you uh, click on the link, which is uh, tiktok.com slash at blindsanity.com, uh, you will be sent directly to uh, our um, homepage at blindsanity.com with all the video. You just have to click to whatever you want and whichever video you want and um, you'll, uh, you'll be able to learn, I hope, uh, in, the, in a fun manner, uh, basic Braille. Um, don't forget, if you have a chance to like the video, it's important. Uh, the more people like those videos, the more accessible it is to everybody. Um, again, uh, TikTok and the account is at blindsanity.com. That's it for the news. Let's now move to basically well the topic of the week uh, as part of the months long mini series on voice assisting technology. Today we're going to talk about Amazon devices. Let's take a quick break and we're getting back to you. All right, it is time for the deep dive of the week, or I would probably call this one the part two of our months long on uh, voice technology or voice assistive technology. Today, we're going to talk about Amazon. Uh, last week, we basically explained what uh, a text assistant can do for you. We also mentioned that there were three main kind of voice assisting technology, the one from Amazon, the one from Apple, and the one from Google. We're going to talk uh, about Amazon today and their system, uh, basically Alexa, as uh, you probably know. Um, we are going to talk about the different devices, what they do, uh, what they don't do, how to use them efficiently, what uh, uh, they can actually um, teach you and what they can actually do for you, uh, if, especially if you uh, are uh, looking for home automation. 
this is probably the best solution you have here. We'll go with the pro and cons, everything that you need to know about Amazon Alexa system uh, in a few seconds. Cheap, cheap, cheap and widespread. This is probably the thing that you um, uh, basically think of when you talk about Amazon Alexa system. It is everywhere. Uh, each of those um, uh, Amazon devices that have Alexa uh, included in them, produced by Amazon themselves, the Echo Dot, the Video Echo, the Studio Echo and everything like that. Everything is extremely cheap. Uh, you can basically have a puck size um, ecosystem with uh, Amazon Voice Assistant for uh, something like $29 or even for free, depending on what you buy on Amazon uh, website. It goes all the way to $200 or $250 if you want something that is more sophisticated with a screen. I'm not entirely sure if people with um, uh, vision uh, impairment uh, really need a screen, but you never know. If you want to share with family or friends that have good eyesight, it's probably the right uh, the right things to buy. Um, as always, um, most people use those devices uh, to listen to music or the radio. Uh, the smaller the device, the worse, I would say, the sound is. Uh, so if you are uh, using uh, those devices to listen to music, uh, mainly you're going to need to spend a little bit more money to get uh, something a little bit uh, bigger than the small puck or the small orange shape uh, Amazon device. Uh, you're probably going to spend around $79 to $99 uh, to get something a little bit uh, bigger with a little bit more uh, oomph for your, um, for your money uh, with better speakers and probably multiple speakers, which will give you an even better quality of sound. Um, if money is not really a problem, you can go all the way to the studio uh, version of Amazon Echo uh, line. This one cost, will cost you about 300 bucks. Uh, it is good quality, multiple um, um, sound system or multiple um, microphone uh, or speakers. Uh, you have good sound quality uh, at a price that is not that expensive compared to other uh, possibilities. Um, Amazon also has the advantage of not being, um, I would say, uh, monopolistic in their technology, which means that they allow a whole uh, lot of other equipment to use their own system. So you can have pretty much anything you want from TVs to radios to uh, portable um, uh, speakers to uh, even your phone. Uh, you can f you can basically install uh, Amazon Alexa on any of those devices as long as they're compatible. If you go on Amazon website and you look for uh, electronics, for example, and you add uh, Amazon Voice Assistant uh, or Alexa, you will figure out uh, that um, you can pretty much get anything you want with Alexa included. The latest, the most expensive thing is those new Alexa-powered TV. Um, it's uh, basically called the Fire TV uh, these days, and it basically is a regular TV, either by Samsung or LG, with Alexa included uh, as a voice assistant. Um, that is pretty much it for devices. Now, uh, let's take a quick break and move on to what those devices can do and cannot do. All right, now let's talk about what uh, Amazon Voice Assistant or Alexa can and cannot do for you. Um, when you 
by the device in your arrive to your place, um, Alexa cannot do pretty much um, anything. Um, what you need to do is, of course, connect it to the internet and set it up. You might need the help of a friend with good vision uh, to do that. It um, the interface is relatively accessible. I mean, uh, it is going to be um, inverted, uh, dark mode, and things like that. It is compatible with voiceover, but there's so many things and so many little tiny things that need to be done uh, during the setup part uh, of um, uh, the whole thing that you probably need. Um, you, prob you would probably need a friend uh, that can actually assist you so that everything can be done um, the way it's supposed to be. Um, in particular, there is a part of the voice assistant that uh, is designed to recognize your voice compared to others. Uh, so you'll uh, you'll have to, uh, to to get through this process, and it's probably better for you to get the help of somebody else, uh, at least at the installation. Even when you install Alexa uh, the correct way, Alexa can do a lot of things, but there's a lot of things that she cannot do. For example, she cannot speak uh, loudly and uh, crisply. Uh, you'll figure that out. Whatever the device you're going to buy, the cheaper 49 bucks or 29 bucks, depending on the promotion you have on the uh, Amazon Marketplace, or all the way to a $300 uh, uh, studio Alexa device, uh, you realize that Alexa's voice is very muffled and it's the case all the time. It's very annoying considering that there are other voices um, for games, for example, that are very clear and much clearer than uh, Alexa's voice to begin with. So if you expect Alexa to uh, talk to you all the time, or if you want to use Alexa in a way that she's going to talk to, going to, talk to you um, all the time, um, you might um, have some trouble that's going to run you, that's going to drive you crazy. You might need another voice assistant. However, uh, what Alexa can do is learn a few tricks and through, and we do that through um, the setting of skills. Skills, or uh, you have the equivalent of um, uh, skills for Apple, and it's called uh, the Siri shortcut. Skill is basically a library of thousands of little applications that you can download on demand that give Alexa additional capabilities. So, for example, if you have, uh, if you want to uh, to to know the weather in a particular way, you can go to the skill set uh, within the Alexa app on your iPhone or your uh, Android uh, uh, phone, look for um, the weather category and choose whatever app you want. Some are free, some you have to pay for, uh, and they all basically act um, uh, differently depending on what kind of app uh, you buy um, or you, or you, uh, you choose. Uh, for example, when you go to the skill uh, section of your app and you choose an app, it will tell you what is the command that you'll have to use in order for Alexa to use that skill. This is actually how uh, Amazon turned the, the whole Alexa experience into something pretty neat. For example, um, you can start automating your entire house. Um, and it's not necessary, um, uh, it, it is not going to necessarily be um, um, some appliances that uh, have to be uh, Amazon compatible or Amazon Alexa uh, voice assistant compatible. For example, my garage door opener is probably more than 10 or 12 year old. And uh, in the skill section of the Amazon uh, Alexa app, there is an app that allows Alexa to connect to a garage door opener uh, that I have uh, in, my, uh, in my home. Even though uh, I purchased the garage door opener with no capability or no compatibility with Alexa uh, from the get-go. Of course, it's easier for you, it would be easier for you to um, choose 
uh, the, your home automation technology, uh, it could be uh, lights or um, speakers or anything like that, that uh, are um, compatible to Alexa from the get-go. It's much easier nowadays. Uh, pretty much everything is uh, voice assistant compatible. Uh, especially with Amazon, we'll talk that in a few seconds. Um, uh, we'll talk about that in a few seconds. But just realize that uh, it's not ch because you uh, you didn't buy an appliance that is uh, Alexa compatible. That doesn't mean that you cannot find a skill in the Alexa uh, app that will make that particular appliance or that particular uh, item at home um, um, compatible with Alexa. We're going to take a quick break, and then we'll talk about um, uh, how Amazon market uh, Alexa and the Amazon app. We're back. For those who uh, uh, spend some time shopping on Amazon Marketplace or the Amazon website, you'll realize that pretty much everything technological, technologically related is now compatible with a voice assistant. It's particularly the case for uh, Amazon Alexa service. Um, Amazon does not charge a lot of money for um, uh, a device to be uh, voice uh, to, to to be voice activated to have Alexa integrated within the, uh, the, the, the 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 gadget or the appliance that you buy, at the opposite of Google or Apple, where it's so expensive that the the actual um, item that you want to purchase from, uh, from them is actually uh, extremely expensive. For Amazon, this is not the case. You can find literally hundreds of thousands of items uh, from uh, bar light to uh, LED strips to a pressure cooker or um, dishwasher, washing machine, anything like that can be uh, compatible with uh, Amazon voice assistant um, or voice assistive uh, technology. That's an advantage, but that's also sometimes a disadvantage uh, because Amazon does not really look at the quality of what it allows uh, it to be compatible. Uh, um, so that's kind of a problem. You, uh, you will realize later on that if you buy a product that is compatible with Siri for Apple, you're pretty much um, sure that the gadget that you're going to buy is actually a good quality and there is a good customer service. For Amazon, you will have to uh, really, really look into reviews and be sure that everything's fine. Uh, you might be able to find something at a bargain price. For example, I have a lot of LED uh, strip uh, that I glue at the bottom of my walls uh, to make my wall a little bit more accessibility friendly. Um, they are Alexa compatible, which means that I can ask Alexa to switch them on and off whenever I want to. Uh, but, and they are cheap. They are $19 for about 40 feet. That's a, that's a bargain. Unfortunately, they break very often, which means that I basically lost uh, that much money uh, after a, a few months. So just be sure to read your um, review before you purchase anything that is Alexa compatible. Uh, you might, as I said earlier, be lucky or luckier if you buy something that is Wi-Fi connected and uh, has a skill within the Amazon app uh, that will allow your phone or your Amazon device to connect to it directly. That could be cheaper, that could be better quality. And then if you have the skill uh, that you can download on your phone or on your um, uh, uh, Amazon device, um, you might actually uh, save a few bucks and save you some trouble. 
that's it for this week uh, review of Amazon Voice Assistant. Uh, next week, we'll talk about Apple and Siri. We'll see that it's a completely different ballpark, different price, different capabilities, and a lot of other things that are very different than uh, Amazon uh, Alexa uh, system. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to go to our last segment. We're going to talk about mail. We're going to make a quick round uh, for our mail and some comments that you guys have posted on Twitter, uh, on TikTok, on Twitter, TikTok, on, uh, on the website, and uh, um, directly uh, to uh, our email address, uh, blindsanitypodcast at gmail.com. Uh, on our website, actually, there was quite a few uh, blog articles that got a few people uh, comment uh, directly to us or on Twitter. Uh, we still have a few comments about uh, my um, opinion uh, about White Cane. I, again, appreciate your uh, perspective and I found that very instructive even for me. Uh, even though I haven't quite changed my mind about uh, how much I like uh, my White Cane or how much I hate it, to be honest. Um, we did talk about finance this, uh, this week. Uh, as you know, the Fed raised the interest rate, uh, interbank interest rate, uh, which means that it's all benefits for people like uh, us who are um, basically banking online these days for uh, basically um, uh, obvious purpose, uh, obvious uh, reason. Uh, so we uh, pretty much look at all the, uh, the, the major mobile bank and look at the interest rate that they are offering. Uh, there is absolutely no reason for no one, no uh, no one to actually go to a brick and mortar uh, bank and get 0.01% APY in saving, uh, while a bank like Ally or other mobile bank like uh, T-Mobile Money or even uh, Discover offer a little less than 1.6, 1.7% a year. This is actually a lot of money if you have $1,000 or $2,000 uh, in the saving account that can actually get you easily 20 to 30 bucks extra every month. So that's something you need to consider. Aside from that, uh, we talked about my latest uh, audiobook, uh, Craze. Uh, I did tweet a lot about the Joe Pickett uh, novel series, 23 volume, 23 volume, one every year, and it started in 2000, uh, 2001, I believe. Uh, a very good series of books. I'm on my volume four. It is the greatest book you can get. If you can have a chance, if you have a chance to get it for free, start at volume one. If uh, you have to pay, start at volume three, and then uh, keep uh, um, logging uh, in our website, and as I progress through the volume, I will tell you uh, which volume is worth purchasing. 23 volume at $20 each is kind of expensive, but if you get a service that gets the audio book for free, uh, we're probably going to talk about that service. Uh, there's one of them that is very famous in California uh, that allows you to get audiobook for free. But if you can get them for free, then this is a no-brainer. Uh, 7 to 11 hour long, each of those volume. Very easy reading and pretty good, uh, pretty good for summer. That's it for now. I believe we are running uh, about 25 minutes in length uh, today. That's exactly what I wanted to do with season two of our show. Uh, next week, we will, uh, of course, talk about more news. I'll keep an eye on this caffeine or this coffee um, relationship with a, a good or healthy um, retina, of course. Uh, we will go uh, have a look at series um, technology and Apple uh, voice assistant uh, the same way we did with uh, uh, we just did with Amazon Alexa 
And then, as usual, we finish up with some mail. If you have any question, any suggestion, anything that you think uh, you may think need to change or any improvement, don't hesitate. You can use Twitter at BlindSanityPod. You can email us at BlindSanityPodcast at gmail.com or go directly to our website, www.BlindSanity.com. BlindSanity.com. Uh, go to contact us and send us um, a message directly from our web, uh, web address, website. That's it for now. Uh, you can get out, have fun this weekend. Um, it is going to be hot. Be careful, drink a lot. Have a good weekend and I'll see you next week.